0: Welcome to The Buff Show, a show brought to you by Mountain Buff Real Estate. We are dedicated to chasing down the buffs of the world and bringing their expertise right to you. All right, guys, welcome to The Buff Show. So today we have an awesome episode. This is with me and Austin Ure going over his investment journey. Um, Austin recently came onto our team last year and he's just been crushing it. So we figured we'd get him on today so he can share with you guys everything that he's doing uh, to crush it in his real estate journey, both as an agent and an investor. So let's dive into that. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of The Buff Show. Today, we have Austin, you're in the house. What's going up? Oh, no.
1: What's going on, guys? That's the new saying. What's going on? So That's a good
0: start. That is. It's great. That's we're we're, we're going to continue. So Austin, we wanted to get him on because he recently moved here just last year. Yeah, about one year exactly. And he messaged me like six months before that. He was like, hey, I think I want a career change and want to get into real estate. And originally, you were talking about doing commercial stuff and... But anyways, it's been impressive to see what you've accomplished in the past, not even a year yet, right? Yeah, yeah not quite. Here. So we're going to dive into that. But let's start out from the beginning, where we met. Yeah. So, well, that, yeah, that goes way back to, I don't know, I was probably a freshman in high school. And I think I just got home from my mission.
1: Okay, maybe I wasn't a freshman, but well, in high school, you back from your mission...
0: Yeah, cause, so my family did a trip. Well, his parents bought a lot from my parents in Morgan. and That's then, true.
1: So I would have been a senior in high school.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then we did a trip across the United States, just touring a bunch of different places, and we went and stayed with you guys for like mm-hmm. a night or two. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know Austin before that, but we went to the gym and hung out, and it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so... That's where we first met, and then we, we continued on, but then eventually your family moved out there. Did you ever live in that house that they built there?
1: No, not as like my primary, but okay. I got back from my mission. They were already in the new house in your parents' subdivision, and kind of just in between college breaks and stuff, yeah. would spend a week or two there.
0: Nice. Yeah. Cool. So then, let's fast forward. You, you get married to a wonderful wife. You have yep. an awesome She's family. <laughs> Little girl. Yeah, you guys have the best family, and
1: but you guys moved to Kansas, right? Yeah. So in Kansas, we had our daughter. I was working a corporate job. I was a financial analyst. Uh, I did that for a couple of years, and it just wasn't a fit for me. That company's great, super stable, second largest private company in the world. It, it was a good opportunity. I learned a lot, but I learned a lot about what you know my strengths were as well. And what I needed in a career. And it just wasn't, it wasn't in that. You weren't feeling it? No. But what did you go to school for? For finance and economics. Yeah. A, a dual degree in those two. Cool. Uh, actually, a minor. I also got a minor in real estate. Oh. Just because with my other classes needed, that satisfied most of the real estate minor. I just had to take like one more class and oh, then I got it. So I just did it. Yeah. That's and sweet. Little did I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. So you're in that job not loving it, then then what happens next?
1: Yeah. So we had been we bought a fixer upper ourselves when we moved to Kansas. We could have bought something bigger and nicer, but we knew for our first home, we wanted we wanted something where payments were easy to take care of, but also something we could put sweat equity into. Yeah. And so I don't remember what I was pre-approved for. I have no no clue what it was, but we bought well below whatever that was. Yeah. And just moved in and started fixing it up. And so I, I would work this day job for, you know, corporate finance. And all I could think about was, like, getting home and putting the finishing touches on blank project or, you know, building this other thing or, you know, make, mm-hmm. renovating and making it nicer. Yeah. And so we finished that one. And I'm like, okay, I, I think we probably have some pretty good equity in this house now. But, like, shoot, that doesn't really mean much until we go to sell. And so then that's kind of what started our flipping journey. Then you became a flipper. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So how long did you live in that house? You didn't live in there for the full two years, did you? No, we did.
1: Did you? Yeah, wow. we stayed in that house the entire time we were in Kansas. And we would go buy a property that it was in decent shape, but just extremely outdated. Yeah. Because it was, you know, our first, first few homes, we didn't want to get way in over our heads. So that was kind of project that we were picking so Mm -hmm. we there was an agent who i don't even know how she found us but we just went with her off of a call and she yeah she found us um our first house that needed needed a lot of updating and after after the the day job we'd go over there and start working on dang the house so how many houses did you flip over there um if you include our own um, it's like five. Wow! I think so. Four true flips where we partnered with someone, bought it, lived in our own on the side. Yeah, and, and then truly flipped it in a matter of generally it was about two to three months that we would sell wow. it from purchase.
0: So, and what what kind of repairs did they need? Like, how much
1: work were you actually putting into them? So it varied. On the first one, we really tried to do like everything ourselves. I would say we did ninety percent of the work and hired out about 10 percent but mainly they were all cosmetic stuff so like new paint we would put in new countertops like new granite countertops and then just all new light and plumbing fixtures Hmm. that's about it though so mostly cosmetic
0: but that makes a big difference yeah and then you do some light staging when you get went to sell right Hmm. yeah yeah my agent would would help out with some light staging and yeah it was good so, what was your spread like? What's the best one you did, and like the worst one? Mm-hmm. How much
1: were you making? So, the market out there in Kansas, it's it's just like super steady. Um, so, housing is really cheap out there. Yeah, and and so it was it was not very risky because you pretty much knew what you were getting yourself into as far as your final numbers. Yeah, so they're they're. Our spread wasn't these, you know, 100 grand yeah. that these California flippers are doing. Or they they like were that. more like base hits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're little base hits. And for newlyweds, like it was awesome. Yeah. You know, in, in two, three months, we'd have 10, 15 grand more in our pocket than we had before. Yeah. So, worst one, well, that, that's a story within itself. We were thinking about keeping it as a rental. Uh, we uncovered some structural issues during the renovation. Which led to us wanting to get rid of it. Yeah. So anyway, the worst one because of that reason, it was supposed to be a rental, but we did flip it for like nine thousand. Oh, gotcha. Well, that's
0: not bad. Yeah, it worked out. But not not great margins either, no. if like if the market's volatile. But yeah. that's impressive over five homes. Yeah, you were able to do that, and I'm sure that probably the best one was the home that you were living in and lived in for yes. two years. Yeah, and then sold that and made you know had some more appreciation. Definitely. How did you structure
1: like the financing and stuff like that? You found yeah. a partner and yeah. So there's there's a couple ways that we did it, and so just a lot of you guys watching you you may already know some of this story, but we would partner with my parents. Yeah, and it truly was a partnership. So there's two ways that we structured in the beginning. It was risky, right? We'd never done it. We didn't have any cash reserves of our own because we were newly just get, right. getting going. So my parents went in 50-50 on risk and profit. So they're basically just another partner that didn't have to do any work. Right. So they would lend the money through what's called a line of credit from their bank, mm-hmm. which would get us as a partnership a very low interest rate. Right. And then we'd we'd take that line of credit cash and we'd buy we'd buy properties with cash. So our offer would look really great. Sometimes it would get us even a discount on what we were buying it for. And then, yeah, we, we'd use that line of credit cash for my parents and that would buy it. That would pay for the renovations. And then we would sell it off and split Split those profits. 50, 50. Wow.
0: That's impressive. Yeah. So that was
1: on the first two though. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, Allie and I both were like, I think like we kind of know what we're getting ourselves into we have a little bit of cash built up now in case we take a loss or something. Yeah, let's. I think we can burden the risk all by ourselves. So then we transformed my parents into essentially a hard money lender. Mm-hmm. And for for those that don't have parents or, or aunts or uncles or or they don't even want to do business at all, like I'm not suggesting that everyone goes out and gets into business with, with family. family and friends. Yeah. Um, if you can and it works out, that's great. But well, there's there's
0: so many other options out there too. Like there's yeah. hard money lenders everywhere. You just right. got to find the right terms and yeah. that that work. So
1: yeah, there are. So hard money lenders they'll they'll obviously want quite a bit more return on their cash that they're lending you mm-hmm. than a typical bank would, like yeah. ten to fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yes, my parents when they were hard money lenders, they weren't as Aggressive, right? They didn't want fifteen percent return. Right. They did want to make some money, right? But it was a little bit better deal than if I went and found just any hard money lender yeah. on the street. So, anyway, that's how we did our last three flips. Was they would lend to us, and we would pay them a couple percentage points above what they owed the bank on their line of credit. Gotcha. So, so they were making would, the spread. Yeah, it was well, a win-win-win for everybody Yeah,
0: but you guys were taking on all the risk and all yeah. the and doing all the work. No, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So then what made you guys want to come back to Utah and like change it all up? Because you had yeah. a great job there. You were in sales. Yeah. Making really good money.
1: You had your flipping business.
0: That mm-hmm. was cranking.
1: Yeah. So along along the way there, I learned that being a financial analyst was not what I wanted to do for the 30 years. And so I had a a leader at church who knew I was kind of going through this process and he was working for a foundation repair sales company, and so he's like, "Hey, I think you'd enjoy this. It's good money. Why don't you come give it a shot?" And so, yeah, I applied, interviewed, and got the job, and did that for two. Yeah, that that one was a full two years as well, and yeah, I it, I did enjoy it. It was well, great. You were like one of the top sales guys on that yeah. team, right? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. No, it was it was good, but then we had our daughter Kendall. And we knew we we didn't want to be out in Kansas forever. And so it just seemed like the logical time to get back to, to family so that she could grow up around. We've got everyone. We've got grandparents, uh, aunts, uncles, cousins, mm-hmm. all real close close by. So it's been a good transition. So you wanted to come out to Utah
0: yeah. and completely job changed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it was like, it was hard because even in sales, it was good money and I could stand it, right? Right. It was, it was, you know, yeah, standable. I still would look forward the most to my flip projects. Yeah. And that job did afford me more time to be able to work on flip projects. But I was like, if we're moving across the country, like now is the time to choose the career path that I for sure want to be in yeah. long term. Right so I can get it started now while we're young and then mm-hmm. build it into something bigger later. And so, yeah, we were already flipping. I knew we wa- I wanted to get rentals at some point. Yeah. I was in sales. So I'm like, well, why not sell what I'm most passionate about? Mm-hmm. And so here we are. <laughs> yeah. So he, he hit me up and he's like, hey,
0: I think I want to be a an agent. Do you have room? Like, Do you, do you need help? And it actually worked out because I was in the process of starting my own brokerage and i was like underwater on my deals and but <laughs>
1: well because you, you were killing it you had you almost yeah. had too many deals right for how much time in a day yeah that one person has yeah so we it was uh
0: you came out and uh well you got your license and you got it quick and you bought a
1: house out here sight unseen we should yeah. talk about that too. <laughs> <laughs> i trusted this guy so you you were my agent yeah right well, no, you were my agent, yeah. but I did have my license. Yeah. So so my wife followed you on Instagram. She knew she had been following your real estate process as well, or journey, I should call it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Hey, you should reach out to Payton if that's what you want to do in Utah. And so, yes, we had met when I was in high school, but like that was about all I knew of you. And then that first cold call I called you, I brought that up. You're like, Jim in Illinois. What? what? Yeah,
0: Who are you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh great, this is awkward.
1: This isn't going anywhere. Yeah. I thought I'd pull that card, but it didn't really help.
0: Me. <laughs> yeah. I, I remembered after a minute. It took yeah. me a second to. Yeah. To refresh. <laughs> but yeah. So then they he gets his license, moves out here, buys a house sight unseen. Yeah. Ends up. Ends up being a pretty good deal for you guys. Which for um, out
1: of state out of state buyers. We can, there's a lot we can do to get you a good feel for yeah. properties without being here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that deal worked out. And then you were smart how you wanted to do it. Cause getting into real estate's tough, but you're yeah. like, Hey, I really want to shadow you. I want to like basically help with your deals. So we set up a deal where like the first year, like you would just help with all my stuff and you yeah. saw, you know, how many deals do we close? You saw a ton of deals yeah. go through the pipeline. And you touched every single one of them. So you got a lot of experience really fast. Yeah.
1: Like I don't know, probably around 40, yeah. 40 deals in my first nine months. Right. So, so yeah. Yeah, it worked out perfect.
0: And and now like you've you've sped up. Well, the market shifted a little bit. So like it wasn't the, the best time to jump into the waters, but <laughs> it was actually it's it's been good because you saw a lot happen and now you're like kind of out on your own, doing your own thing, crushing it. Just had a deal close last week with some buyers and then you just closed on another investment property yesterday yesterday, yeah, and a cool partnership that you've set up there. So let's talk about your journey here, what you've done and how it's been going for you. Cause now you've kind of shifted from the flip to
1: the buy and hold rental process. That's right. So walk us through that. Yeah. So like you said, it, it is slower getting started as an agent. And I knew that. And so right off the bat, I wanted to have some basically guaranteed money coming in. Even yeah. though it wasn't a lot, we, we started to, again, partner with people to buy a couple of rentals. Mm-hmm. So I have a duplex in Roy, and then I have a, a single family home in the terrace as that one, now.
0: That one was meant to be a flip. That <laughs> one was supposed to start out as a flip. Um, Ended up being a little bit of a flop, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) jeez, oh man!
0: But you got you—you had. I love it when you have like, hey, we have plan A, plan B, and plan C, and like, it's like it doesn't matter which one of these plan A flopped, but plan B is working great. Right. So So, for the
1: viewers, yeah. (laughs) While while I'm in my six week renovation, a a full basement build out, the market—that's when the big market. Turn and, happened,
0: yeah, interest rates just skyrocketed, yeah. Yeah. and I remember he's like when he was telling me his numbers, he's like, I don't see how we can lose on this <laughs> like, at, like there's no way we're gonna sell it for less than what was it like four hundred yeah, and yeah. uh they they had it on the market for a minute, but the market did just go like cold turkey, like it really it did. went quiet for Quick. a minute, yeah, really fast, but then you're like, all right, we'll just run it, yeah, and then like you're cash flowing so right, it's been.
1: Yeah. And, and I wanted to start getting into rentals anyway. Right. It just forced me to get into it sooner than I thought I would be. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it's all good. I'm, I'm glad we have that as a rental at this point. Yeah. Well,
0: and it's, it just goes to show too, like whatever deals you're working on, like Like, have multiple avenues, like exit plans if you need them, like mm -hmm. don't just be reliant on like this one thing. So you were smart with that and able to turn that situation
1: around. So. Yeah, there's a lot of things that you can get creative on with a property. Like there, there can be a plan B, C, yeah. and D. So, so in the
0: past, you've been here almost a year. You bought a primary residence. Mm-hmm. You bought a duplex mm-hmm. rental. You bought a flip house that you turned into a rental, mm-hmm. and you just bought an Airbnb. Yeah, that you're gonna yeah try that try out the Airbnb business,
1: which is sweet. Yeah, we'll try it. A buddy of mine that I grew up with. He reached out to me, and he he's in commercial real estate. We have another video interviewing him. But he's like, hey, I I love the Airbnb model. It's super interesting to me. I'd, I'd love like a ski town type of Airbnb. You think it could work out there? I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you come out? We'll run some numbers. We'll take a look at some properties. And yeah, before he left, there was one house in particular we got really excited about. So we're, yeah, we're going into that space and becoming hosts and learning that whole world on what it takes. It'll mm. be, it'll be good. Yeah. When do you start demo? Uh, today. So that's, <laughs> in, in yeah. like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like in literally, I, so I came from there to do this podcast and I'm going straight there after yeah. this podcast. So we're, yeah, we're chomping at the bit to, to get in there and get started. No, that's going to be cool. Yeah. It'll be cool to
0: like have another notch in your belt too, for not only like that experience for yourself but also using that to help other clients if they want to do Airbnbs. You've really done a lot cuz you've done you've been in finance which is key mm-hmm. in real estate. Yeah. You've done sales which obviously it's a sales job. But we're not your typical sales people where right. it's like, "Hey, buy this house or Yeah, you know, or else." Yeah. It's a very different sell, but you've you've exceed, you've succeeded in in the sales space. You've done flips. You did, your sales job was foundation repair,
1: which is, we run into that all the yeah. time here. It's like buyer's worst nightmare. Yeah. They feel they feel some comfort that I can kind of give them a tip here or there. Yeah. What we're looking at.
0: Well, and you've done flips, you finished basements. So it's just, it's, it's nice to have that agent on your team that knows they've seen like in, the ins and the outs of the house, whatever you're needing to do, you're there to help them out from experience. I feel like there's so many agents that are like, they can't tell the difference between the the furnace and the water heater, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> probably not that, bad, but yeah, like, there's just people that like, they just get in cause they like seeing houses and that's not all that we do. And it's nice having that expertise where, you know, you've been in construction, you know, you've done flips, you've done mm-hmm. buy and holds, you've done Airbnbs mm-hmm. and you've had like, your money's where your mouth is, which is really cool. Yeah. So kudos to you on, on that and on scaling it. That fast because that's that's quick.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it, it, all the chips kind of fell perfectly for us. We're super blessed and appreciate how everything's turning out. But yeah, still a lot more to do. Like
0: a <laughs> lot more to go. So where, like, what's your plan from here? Where are you wanting to go? What do you want to yeah. do? Yeah, like,
1: you wanting to buy like a Washington Terrace next apartment? That's, complex? that's the plan. <laughs> yeah. So this summer we're we're moving out of our our current home. Again, just like stars aligned type of situation, our in-laws are needing us to to house sit for the next couple of years. So we'll move out into their house, turn our house into a rental. So that'll be the fifth door we've had. Not that the number of doors is important, but... um, That's
0: five people paying you monthly rent, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. In a year. Yeah. That's sweet. Right. Yeah, it'll be it'll be awesome. So that's next uh, immediately next, and then from here on out, I'm, I want to do about two properties per year. Yeah, and scale scale that way for at least the next ten years. I don't know yeah. at what point I'll feel like enough is enough, but the goal is to have that passive income be able to support all of our family's life expenses, and mm-hmm. then have the real estate job go back into investing into more real estate. So, no, I love it. That's awesome. So, what
0: do you have any tips or pointers for people like looking at getting into real estate or like wanting? Because it's, it's just such a powerful tool, but yeah. I feel like not very many people
1: know about it or know how to use it. What, mm-hmm. What's your advice to them? I have a couple of of clients who are newer investors, and it seems the the big question seems to always come back to, well, like how do we finance it and how do we get that next property again. Mm-hmm. So at this point we've we have structured financing about three different ways. So again there's two different ways with my parents as as 50-50 equity or the other way with them was just a straight up hard money lender type mm-hmm. of partner. Yeah. And then with this Airbnb with my friend, we're bringing 50-50 for down payment and repair. Yeah. That sort of thing and then we'll be 50-50 on loss and profit from here on out. So so I've structured it three different ways, and there's there's way more. There's so many ways. There's a lot do. of ways. Yeah. So that is, yeah, that seems to be the biggest question on on younger investors' minds. But it's hard to just tell someone right now, like in this podcast, the way to do it. Right. Because it depends on their situation. Exactly, yeah. Like where they're at, what risk they're comfortable with, Mm-hmm what responsibilities they're okay having. But I, I think the key is, is no matter who you are, like
0: I, I really believe everybody should have a yes. few rental properties, a, a little bit of investments in that rental property space or just yeah. real estate space, whether it's like I have people crushing it in like raw land and Airbnbs, long term, long-term, short-term. Yeah. Like there's just so many ways to do it. But get with us, and we can like connect you and and educate you, or or brainstorm with you to find the right strategy and way that would work for you and your family to invest. Because there really are so many ways. Like we just bought a an Airbnb in Bear Lake. Like Mm -hmm. we've we've always talked about owning something there, and then like it was kind of in the back of our minds, and then the opportunity presented, and we went for it. So,
1: but like even you being like extremely well established. You partnered on that. Yeah. Right. So it it still makes sense no matter what stage of life you're in, to do these different structures in oh, your I'm, investments. I'm getting more like a
0: I was always like anti-partnerships, but now I'm getting like more and more adjusted and yeah. liking the idea of it because it just takes off more off your shoulders. Like I was always a type that was just like trying to do everything myself. But if you have a partner, like you're splitting the workload yeah. too, which is super nice. So yeah. And half of one deal is better than Right. Zero of No Deal, doing so, nothing. I, yeah. yeah, so it's 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 a win win. It really can be. So,
1: well, I'm excited. Where? Yeah. Well, so I will say one more plug. Yeah. For new home buyers, right? I think younger people think that they need to get into their own home first, get established, work work for five, ten years first before they get into investing, but. The first home is actually like one of the best times to right, so get into investing. It is. Yeah. Why? Tell us why. Why? Because you can
0: own it's called house hacking. You buy it, you live in it, you, and the lenders only want you to live in it for a year. You put three, maybe 5% down. And if you house hack, you can have like an apartment in the basement, but you live there for a year, maybe collect some rent, and then you move out and rent out the upstairs like even if it's not like a Mm mother-in-law duplex style, like Mm -hmm. even if you just keep that and go buy another one, you just got a rental property for three to 5% down versus 20 to 25% down. Yeah, Like you're having to do right now, you know? It's so much harder to buy investment properties when you don't own or occupy them. Like our first four properties were owner occupied. We just kept them and it makes it so much easier and sets you up for like long-term success.
1: So I'm gonna I'm gonna just repeat that because I think it's so valuable. So if you don't live there, it's an investment property. You generally have to bring twenty to twenty-five percent down yeah. payment. That's huge. But if you do live there, it's called owner occupied, you only need to bring three to five percent. And then while you're living there, someone else is paying for like thirty to forty percent of your your monthly mortgage. And when you move out, you automatically all of a sudden own a duplex. Right. Like that is sweet. Yeah. So yeah. And you've helped a few people do that recently. Yeah. So yeah, it's a few younger couples that wanted to get going on it and for their first house, that's what they did. Yeah. So
0: if any of you are looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Austin's your dude. He, yeah, let me know. He, he knows his stuff and uh, he's a good guy to have on on your team. When it, like Just going through houses, you can be like, hey, there's this foundation crack over here. Hey, finishing this basement, like keep in mind mm-hmm. these things. Cause you've done all those things. So yeah, that you're a key component to like a real estate transaction. Yeah. And, and you've been through some rough ones. Like you've seen yeah. math, you've seen yes. mold, you've seen rate, like you've seen all these things. And so that, um, that uh, it always comes up. There's never like right. a smooth sailing deal. There's always something that mm-hmm. comes up. So hit him up. He's your dude. Where can yeah. people
1: find out more about you? Yeah, so you can go to my Instagram, um, Austin Your Realtor, or uh, Facebook, text me. Uh, we can put a couple of my social media links Dude, down I, below. I like the Austin Your Realtor. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> right. right? Yeah. I'm your realtor. Yeah,
0: so anyways, hit him up. He's your guy, and until uh, next time. Yeah.